Give me a check one, two. Check one, two. All right. Sounds good. All right, so we'll do this. Uh, like I said, basically a big introduction. Hey, I'm going to start it off taking over the show. We've got some new things coming up before the season. Jackson Moody is going to be hosting our Texas Tech podcast. Uh, Jackson, good to have you on. You know, just uh, tell the fan base, tell the audience your background, your ties to tech, and then we'll go from there and start talking about the team. Does that sound good? Yep, that okay. does. Good deal. And uh, – I know. I heard you say it. I think I heard you say uh, Tyler. Sh- it's Tyler Shuck, right? That's what I was always Tyler, told. I I think I think it's Shuck. Yeah. I mean, I was confused whether it was Tyler Show or Tyler Shuck. Yeah, it's Shuck. I, I remember I seeing think it last I saw year. It's Shuck on the Dallas Morning News. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I looked that up this All morning. All right, because I think I, I wasn't sure if you said it that way, but I just want to make sure we're both saying it the same way before we start. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's get this thing rolling in three, two, and one. Hey, what's up, Texas Tech fans? It's Pete Mundo, the owner of HeartlandCollegeSports.com, and you're probably wondering why you might be hearing a different voice on this uh, Texas Tech edition of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network, and that's because we have decided to make a change uh, to this show before the football season started. Uh, We felt it was important to move the show in uh, a different direction and make sure that you had uh, much more of a a tie to Texas Tech in terms of who was doing this show. And someone who, if you're a a reader of the website, uh, you know this guy, especially if you're a Texas Tech fan, uh, you know this guy. He's been writing for us for several months now. He does a great job with a weekly column, usually based around or having some tie to the Red Raiders. That's why I assume Tech fans will uh, know that if you've been reading the site with regularity. And that is Jackson Moody. Uh, Jackson is joining us here on the show. How we're going to do it this week is I'm just going to have a conversation with Jackson. I felt it was important to kind of have this transition uh, to set this thing up. And then starting next week, uh, Jackson's going to be off to the races and hosting this podcast each and every week. For Red Raider Nation. Jackson, good to have you on board, man. Uh, looking forward to you taking over the Texas Tech podcast for us here at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. For the listener right now, uh, tell them your background, obviously your ties to Texas Tech, and, and how this whole thing came about for you. Yeah, I'm definitely really excited to be on. Um, I graduated from Texas Tech in 2020. I live in uh, Denver, Colorado now, actually, but for work. My territory is like Texas, so I probably go to Lubbock at least once or twice a month. So how did you end up, Jackson, ending up at uh, Texas Tech? You graduated in 2020. Uh, you get back there as much as you can. How did you end up uh, in West Texas to begin with? Uh, yeah, so I grew up in Pflugerville right by Austin. I actually grew up a UT fan with uh, half my room painted burnt orange and uh, got into Texas Tech and Definitely am not a UT fan anymore. I think I've given away all my shirts and all that. So, So, all right, that's important, though. I think this audience needs to know you do not have a single piece of Texas paraphernalia left from, I mean, maybe one if you're, you know, your parents have one hanging around a box somewhere, but you've got none. Yeah, I own none UT stuff now. Okay, all right. That That is, I know that's important. I know that's very important yeah. for people to hear. Uh, so you were a Texas fan growing up. You end up going out to Texas Tech. So is it fair to say you've grown to hate the Texas Longhorns? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think when I went to Tech, I probably assumed that I okay. root for UT after I got out. But 
uh, that definitely changed, especially with the Chris Beard stuff. So oh. that that turned very quickly. Yeah. Uh yeah. That that'll that'll turn. Where were you when Chris Beard took the Texas job? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. I was at work, went to the bathroom, and got that ESPN notification on my phone. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a tough day. I won't ask what you were doing in the bathroom, but you were in the bathroom. You got an ESPN notification on your phone, and that's how you found out Chris Beard had bailed uh, Texas Tech for Texas. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's memorable. That's definitely memorable. All right, Jackson. So you're going to be taking over the show uh, you have seen Texas Tech as a recent graduate over the last several years uh, go through this uh, kind of malaise, for lack of a better word, of the end of Kingsbury into Matt Wells into now the hype of, of Joey McGuire. Why are you buying yeah. into what Joey McGuire is selling before he's coached a single game? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously high school football is a lot different than college, but he has a good track record there. He's come in, has a lot of re- good recruits. I think offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, he's done a really good job hiring. I mean, Zach Kidley last year, they passed for over 400 yards in eight games and only less than 325 yards in one out of 14 games last year. Um, Zach Kidley's offense actually almost beat us in 2020 with Houston Baptist. And then Tim DeRuiter, he's improved uh, – everywhere he's been scoring defense and I think there's a lot of good pieces um on the offensive side Emmett Jones as the wide receivers coach I think he sent six guys to the NFL in his last three-year stint at at Tech as the wide receivers coach and there's probably five really good prospects on at outside receiver you have Miles Price coming back in the slot I think Mason Tharp uh Baylor Cup are two really good tight ends, especially if they can stay healthy this season. And uh, I think Sir Roderick Thompson and Taj Brooks probably are definitely one of the top three running back tandems in the Big 12 this year and could have a case for number one. You know, I I agree. Uh, Now for the quarterback position, of course, we know Tyler Shuck's going to be the starter. I, you know, I think that's the right choice. Obviously we weren't at camp and, and not many people, if any, saw what was happening behind the scenes. But just knowing what the ceiling is, like that's what I'm looking at for this yeah. pick. What's the ceiling? Who has the highest ceiling out of the gates for this season to make a statement, especially early with that schedule with NC State and Houston? Like I, I think Shuck had to be the guy just based on that yeah. and that alone. Yeah, and I think one thing that really helped him win the battle was transferring offensive coordinator Zach Hitley's system's pretty complex. Um, it worked well year one in Western Kentucky because he basically plugged Bailey Zappi from Houston Baptist into that. But Chuck, when he was behind Justin Herbert uh, at Oregon, he had a different OC, switched OCs his first his first year starting there. Then we, when he transferred, he had to switch to Sonny Cumbie's offense. So I think he probably had an advantage just with being used to learning a new offense, that he's probably the guy that can pick it up the quickest. Yeah, I mean, that's not something that happens overnight. So if you've been through a couple yeah. of those changes, like you noted with uh, with Tyler Shuck from Oregon to Texas Tech to a new staff, uh, that does make the most sense. Now, with that non-conference, uh, you know, one of the reasons I think Tech is going under on the five-and-a-half wins is simply because of uh, that non-conference. And I hope that I'm wrong. Yeah. I am a huge Joy McGuire guy. But out of the gates, when you've got two top 25 teams in that non-conference, Houston and NC State, 
NC State's in the top 15, I believe. Uh, that's tough. That's really tough when you have a new staff, new guys, new system. What what has to connect? What has to click for this thing to really take off sooner than expected? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some holes on this team. Um, I think the linebacker core, you lost Schooler, you lost Rico Jeffers from last year. That's going to be a big one that needs to click. It'll be interesting to see Tyree Wilson at the outside linebacker. And then in the secondary, I think I was looking at the roster. They have 10 seniors in their secondary, but their corners are kind of light. So that's going to be something that needs to click for them. Um, On the offensive side, the O-line really needs to click. That's the O-line was really bad last year. They're going to need to keep Tyler Shuck upright. But um, the weird thing is we started three different quarterbacks and none of the injuries came because of O-line failures. Like Tyler Shucks was diving into the end zone on, on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. But if the O-line can keep him up, I think, I think they have a really good chance to at least split those two non-con games. I hope, and then if they split those two, they're two and one. Then you got to win four games in the Big Twelve to hit the over, become bowl eligible. And I hope, like heck, it happens. Um, if it's going to happen, what would be the reason that it happens? I mean, like, who would exceed expectations? What would happen for Tech to get to the point where you say, okay, six, maybe even seven wins are on the table here? Yeah, I think um, somebody needs to break out at outside right wide receiver. I mean, we have five good prospects that can definitely do it. And then I think Taj Brooks and Roderick Thompson need to stay healthy because there wasn't really many games last season where both were healthy, but both were for the bowl game. I think Taj Brooks went over 100 yards. Sir Roderick Thompson got 80 yards. If those two can stay healthy and you have a real one-two punch with them all season long, they can – they can run over a lot of defenses and definitely get to six, seven, maybe even eight wins. Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting too, uh, Jackson, that you look at the Big 12 right now. I feel like we talk and should talk more about the co- the running backs instead of the quarterbacks. Uh, just the folks that you've got in the backfield, the players that you've got in the backfield, whether it's a, a, a Bijan Robinson at, at Texas, who obviously is the name everyone thinks about, but even the tandem at Texas Tech. I mean, you're right. That tandem at Texas Tech – could be, I don't know if you said top two or three, but that could be easily one of the best one-two punches at that position in the league. Uh, what has to happen from an offensive line perspective, though, to make that happen? Yeah, a lot. Um, the Western <laughs> Kentucky transfer, uh, he, I believe he plays one of the guard positions. There was an update on him yesterday that they may end up shutting him down for the year, which would be a huge blow because he was – first-team all-conference USA last season. Um, yeah, it's the offensive line is going to be the tricky part for them. Um, losing Dawson Deaton at center was a big blow, especially when when your offensive line wasn't good to begin with last year. But they did get a lot of transfers. Uh, they got one from, I believe, New Mexico that should, become, should come in and be ready to play right away. Yeah. But just health up front. Yeah, and that's what Joey McGuire has really emphasized in recruiting is the offensive and defensive line because he's definitely seen a lot of holes, especially on the offensive side. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt about it that he's he's seen that. And uh, he's right to say, hey, uh, uh, what are we going to do at these positions? And uh, you mentioned some of the names. uh, Like Dennis Wilburn is a guy who I believe has ended up going to be the starting center. 
Uh, or what was yeah. he? He was uh, he's going to start he on that line, right? Too. He was a walk on, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it sounds like he won the center battle. I know there was a battle between two guys there, and I believe he played JUCO last season, then walked on. I may mm-hmm. be off by a year, yeah. but I know that he was a walk on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you got Weston Wright, and you got guys like Landon uh, Peterson as yeah. well at the guard position. So those guys uh, have got to step up, and it's really got to all click, right? You, there's not a lot of depth. I know that you have some promise at some of the backup positions, but you cannot afford yeah. anyone to get hurt either because if that offensive line is going to click, it's got to be with the five guys they start in week one, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, nobody's expecting this to be one of the top five offensive lines in the Big 12, but the hope for them is that they could be top seven, top eight, and at least be serviceable. Yeah. And let their skill positions kind of pick up the slack there. Exactly right. Exactly right. So it is going to be a heck of a season. I think it's a great time to be a Texas Tech fan. I mean, you know, you've been waiting for this moment uh, to feel like you have the right guy for the rebuild. Joey McGuire, I believe, is that guy, uh, Jackson. There's no doubt in my mind. And, and a big part of it is just because of how he's recruited, how much respect he has in the Texas high school football coaching community from his days on the high school scene before going to Baylor. How important is that, that guys are taking second looks or first looks at Texas Tech, which they weren't under Matt Wells? I mean, I just think back to the disaster of an interview with Matt Wells, and I'm forgetting who it was, was, was with last year, right before he got fired, when he came yeah. out and he was like, oh, gosh, you'll probably remember who it was. He asked Matt Wells, hey, uh, what's your favorite part about Lubbock? And he's like, my family. It's like, dude, that's not the answer that people want to hear. Yeah, that's, that that was a horrible interview. Um, also didn't help that one of his assistant coaches was going at Tech fans on Twitter that week as well. But that, yeah, that was a brutal one. If you can't name something you like about a city you've lived in for three years, you you, you need to move on <laughs> immediately. But yeah, the passion. And I mean, it, it's weird that Matt Wells is, I think, he, he has a role with OU uh, doing something with high schools, yeah, which is kind of strange because people around the area, like high school coaches, said they didn't really see Matt well as much. Um, we had one kid from Post who it, it's 45 minutes away from Lubbock. I think he was committed to Baylor before Joey McGuire came and was able to get him immediately. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's going to be huge that we're building from high schools right now. Yeah, instead I- of just relying on transfers, they're good to fill holes, but. You can't just live that way nonstop. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. It is going to be a, a fun season to follow, a fun season to kick off. And uh, Jackson Moody is going to be our guy who is going to be starting this podcast uh, by himself, taking it over as of next week, ahead of week one. And we are uh, very excited for that, very excited for him. And Jackson, it's good to have you on board, man. Uh, you're going to do a great job. People are going to be fired up to uh, listen to this show. Tech fans should be excited about this. You're a tech grad yourself, and I know you're going to have a great insight, great perspective, solid opinions, and uh, looking forward to making this happen, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Definitely excited for it. So, hey, guys, make sure you're subscribed to the show. I'll leave a rating and a review as well. Jackson's going to be taking over next week, doing a great job, and we are so thrilled to have him on the team. Uh, has been writing great stuff at Heartland College Sports, a tech guy through and through, and he's going to be a great addition. So if you're a Texas Tech fan, be sure to subscribe to the show and uh, get on board, all right? Get on board, and uh, you'll be very pleased with this show. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day.